0: Good morning, and we welcome to the program, once again, Lindsay Patterson. The state representative represents District 55 in the Indiana House. Good morning to you, Lindsay.
1: Good morning to you. Thanks for having me.
0: And, of course, last time we had you on, you were candidate Patterson. Now you're representative Patterson. And how have your uh, first uh, days as a state lawmaker gone?
1: It's been great. Learning a lot. Um, just trying to learn and take in as much as i can as a new legislator you know never having held any kind of political office before i'm just looking to my uh superiors and mentors and just trying to do the best thing i can for everyone in district 55
0: and that kind of leads me to my next question about the uh the more uh, veteran representatives uh, taking you under their wings and uh, guiding you in your first days in indianapolis
1: yeah, everyone, everyone has been wonderful. Um, Randy Fry, Randy Linus, um, my mentor is Karen Engelman. She's been wonderful. Getting a lot of good new friends.
0: And uh, can you kind of walk us through the day of a, a state representative? Uh, obviously, not every day is the same, but uh, can you give us a uh, kind of a general idea of uh, what you face each day?
1: Um, so our, to start the day, you usually have meetings. People come in and chat with you and um And then we will go on to um, some type of caucus and talk amongst each other, just different bills that are coming onto the House floor and ask questions and things like that. And then we'll go on to session and vote on those bills. Uh, And then usually we'll have some type of committee, either before or after session. And that's just about it at the State House.
0: And uh, you mentioned committees, Lindsay, and uh, you're on three of them, the Environmental Affairs, Family, Children, Human Affairs, and Roads and Transportation. And uh, yeah. can you kind of uh, walk us through uh, what each committee does, uh, starting with Environmental Affairs?
1: Um, so Environmental Affairs is going to deal with um, things like, um, you know, anything that's going to affect the environment, like for uh, maybe car manufacturers, dealerships, things like that, um, emissions uh we've talked a lot about aviation fuel and underground tanks above ground tanks stuff like that um i've only actually had two committee meetings with them so i don't have a lot to offer in that way but the things that i've read so far it mainly deals with stuff like that
0: okay it gives us a general idea sure okay and then how about the family children and human affairs
1: Oh, goodness. That covers a plethora of things. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, everything. You know, you talk about um, any kind of government programs, government mandates, trying to keep children safe, trying to keep parental rights there. There's a lot of stuff that we deal with in that.
0: Okay, so uh, pretty much all encompassing or uh, most encompassing, if you will. So, yeah, you know, that sounds uh, sounds quite the uh, you know quite the committee. There with a, lot, a lot of ground to cover, as you say, and and uh, roads and transportation. That sounds pretty obvious, but uh, how about that committee?
1: Oh, this, this it's great, um, and that's really dear to my heart too. Because living in rural Franklin County, you know, in, in all of District Fifty Five. All the roads there are just, I mean, we don't get the, I don't personally feel like financially everything is set up to have really good roads in our area. So it is very near and dear to me. And so um, I am actually, can I talk about one of my bills? Absolutely. Okay. So I authored, um, it hasn't been, it hasn't been heard in committee yet. So I'm hoping that I will get the opportunity to do that. Um, but it is Bill 1497, and it deals with low-water crossings. Are you familiar with those?
0: Indeed. I am. In, uh, and <laughs> okay. I'm thinking of, uh, in, and in particular, I guess, uh, a driving point of this could uh, possibly, I guess, the Saints Creek tragedy several years ago.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So and where I live, I live on Yellowbank Road. And, um, you know, I've got 15- and 16-year-old boys. So I've got a driver, and we have two slabs on ours, or low-water crossings, whatever you want to call them. Um, so my bill deals with warning parameters so that nothing like what happened on Saints Creek ever happens again, Lord willing. Um, and then it also holds commissioners accountable to not sit on funds, not to have a surplus, but to actually use the funds to fix things that need to be fixed. And it also educates on how to get financing or get grants, uh, funding from the government to try to take care of those projects.
0: Okay. And, uh, of course, that's a, uh, you know, the slabs, uh, fords, uh, I guess is another term for it, uh, any the bottom line, low r- water crossing. They seem to be, uh, as you mentioned, Lindsay, uh, fairly prevalent around Franklin County. And uh, have you heard from uh, other folks around the district, say, for example, in Fayette, Union Counties, or even uh, Ripley, Decatur, Rush Counties, about something like this? Or, or are they uh, more inclined to uh, talk to you about uh, conditions of other roads?
1: No, actually, I, I did reach out to someone in Decatur County, and they kind of experienced the same thing, and Dearborn County as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, here's the thing. In Franklin County, we have 26, possibly more, but 26 that we know of. So as you get, the further north you get, the you know, people have never heard of, never seen them, and I have video, and I show them, and they're like, are you kidding me? That's what you drive on. Um, and, I mean, it's just they understand it's a safety issue, so people are concerned with it. Once I tell them what it is, or you know what we deal with, then they, it is a it's a true concern. And yeah, people people want to help.
0: Yeah, indeed. So, uh, and and again, uh, where is that? Uh, where, where does that stand right now, Lindsay?
1: Um, it has not been heard in committee yet. So I've been talking to it. Actually, went from roads transportation onto natural resources. So I have been um, in contact with the chairman there to see if he'll hear my bill. So he's working on it.
0: We'll see. All right. So again, that is House Bill 1497, dealing with low Mm -hmm. water crossings, authored by State Representative Lindsey Patterson. And uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick timeout. We'll take a look at some other uh, bills that you've been involved with as we continue our conversation with State Representative Lindsey Patterson right after this. And welcome back as we continue our visit with State Representative Lindsey Patterson. And uh, she's on her uh, rookie contract, shall we say, and uh, <laughs> first-time uh, state legislator. And uh, you have uh, some other bills that uh, you've been a co-author on, in particular, House Bill 1127.
1: Yeah. So that bill deals with exemption from COVID-19 immunizations, And all that's really helping is um, – so it, it, Becky Cash is actually the author of the bill. And she fosters children, so this is very important to her. My church, we foster children. Uh, not, not my husband and I personally, but a lot of people in our church do. And it is mainly just saying that, um, you know, there's a shortage of foster parents, mainly because there's all these government mandates to, be immuni- to have your immunizations, your COVID-19 vaccines. And a lot of people just don't want to do that. And I personally believe that should be your choice. So, for me, this bill deals with trying to keep the government out of that situation so we can keep good foster parents out there and these foster children, you know, healthy living situations.
0: And another bill, uh, Lindsay, that you're um, co-author with is uh, also uh, along the same lines, uh, House Bill 1164.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep, and that is also the – it's the removal of immunization requirements, and that is for the foster children only. Oh. And that's authored by Chris Judy.
0: Okay. And then uh, another bill, uh, that this kind of incompre- um, pretty much, uh, I guess you could call it an umbrella bill, a piece of legislation, House Bill 1407.
1: Yes. Yeah. So that is a parental rights bill. Um, that is based off of a um, – so there was a situation in Indiana where um, a, a son decided that he wanted his parents to call him daughter and They would not do that, so I don't know who he he came in contact with, but they took the child out of the home and put him in foster care. So this child was in a loving home with his, you know, biological parents, and then he was brought to foster care because they would not call him daughter. So it is just protecting those parents that, you know, up until 18 years old, you are still their parent. And unless there's a good reason for them to be taken from the home, and that's just not a good reason. So, yeah, that is definitely something that was very important to me.
0: Okay. And then uh, the uh, three bills that we just uh, mentioned, uh, can you tell us where those stand right now?
1: Um, yeah, we are actually talking about 1407 in committee today. Um, so we'll, you know, kind of go back and forth. And, and that's in uh, the family and children services. That's where we'll be discussing that bill. Um, and that will... Probably most likely hit the house floor tomorrow. I haven't heard a lot about eleven twenty-seven or eleven sixty-four, where it stands as far as if it's been to committee or not.
0: Okay, all right. So uh, that is the the wheels of the legislature uh, churn on, and uh, and of mm-hmm. course, uh, Lindsay. The uh, obviously the uh, two-year state budget, and then uh, also income tax reform uh, proposals mm-hmm. are uh, two of the top items in the session. And uh, from where you stand, uh, you know, your legislation aside, what are some of the other uh, top priorities as you see them?
1: Um, One of the biggest priorities from our speaker that he talks about is mental health, um, getting people who don't necessarily have the medical health that they need, medical treatment, the you know, the ability to get that. uh, that, That's going to be a big priority. And he is also a huge proponent for foster children. Trying to work – he is actually – reached out to all of us in the legislature to say, let's do this. You know, let's not make more government mandates. Let's try to do this together, and let's reach out to these foster children and show them love and give them, um, you know, all the opportunities that they should have. So uh, that's a big thing for him, which, I mean, I stand behind both of those things 100%. I know one of my counties, Fayette County, they lack in health care and um the ability to have good health care you know the hospital is gone i know i know we're getting one but that's they haven't even really broke ground yet so it's going to be a while before they get all of that health care and everything that they need just to live healthy lives
0: yeah, and that's the uh, if if I'm not mistaken, that's the uh, the former uh, Kmart property in Connorsville. It's going to be uh, Reed Memorial Hospitals or Reed yes. Health. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. And then, um, and then since you were sworn in, uh, you tend to hear from uh, the folks around District 55 a lot.
1: I do. I get emails and I get phone calls. I, I mean, I give out my personal um, cell phone number wherever I can, and um, you know, because I, I want people to reach out to me. So I try to do everything that I can. When people email me, um, typically I don't send it through my legislative assistant. I normally get it, and I read it, and I respond to it. Uh, maybe that's the freshman, freshman in me right now. I don't know. But I like to I like to be the one that they hear from. And when people call me, I like to be able to communicate with them directly.
0: Yeah, give them more uh, personal touch, as they, uh, as they say.
1: It sure does, and people have reached out, and, and, and I, I welcome that.
0: And uh, speaking of which, uh, how can uh, someone contact you if they uh, have a question or comment about a bill under consideration or uh, any other uh, state government matter?
1: You can go on my website, and my phone number is on there. So they are welcome to go on my website and find my phone number. I, of course, don't want to display it over the radio, but no. <laughs> it's there. So if somebody wants to find it, it is out there, and they are welcome to call me anytime.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, yep. And uh, that's why uh, uh, Google or any search engine is your friend. So uh, just look yes, up. Yes, uh, absolutely. <laughs> L- Lindsay Patterson. Yep, absolutely. All yep. right. Um, anything else, uh, Lindsay, before we let you go?
1: No, no, I, I don't. I, I think you covered everything. I just, you know, want to do the best that I can. Um, being a young, you know, just right in the legislature for the first time. And I just, I want to do the best for Indiana.
0: All right, she is Lindsay Patterson, state representative, represents House District 55 at the State House. That's all of Franklin, Fayette, and Union counties and portions of Ripley, Decatur, and Rush counties. And uh, Lindsay, we appreciate your time this morning. Stay well, and uh, we look forward to uh, talking to you once again down the road.
1: All right, thank you so much, Tom. I appreciate it.